0: and welcome to Pilgrim Devotion. My name is Michael Howard, the Senior Pastor of Seaford Baptist Church, and I'm also the host of this podcast, which is for anyone inside or outside of Seaford Baptist Church who is living the pilgrim life representing the Kingdom of God in the Kingdom of Man. And I am with a brother in the Lord who represents the Kingdom of God in the Kingdom of Man and who grew up. At our church, at Seaford Baptist Church, one William Cornett. Will I, welcome.
1: Thank you. Uh, hi, old church family. Um, <laughs> some of you uh, probably took care of me in the nursery, so thank you. If you're listening to the podcast, um,
0: Randy's listening. Randy, Randy is listening. He's just got called out on the podcast. For the Randy,
1: first time. I love you, Randy. Randy, <laughs> one of my uh, one of my mentors and very very good friends. Love you, bud. Um, love all of you, I'm sure, except for the ones I don't know. But I'm sure I, I love. I would love you too if I met you. But yeah,
0: and yeah. and you are the. Uh, tell me your exact title here at Fox Hill Road Baptist.
1: So I'm the associate pastor at Fox Hill Road Baptist Church. Uh, our other pastor, Nathan, who is the senior pastor, would prefer that I just say I'm one of the pastors here.
0: Right. No but king my, Nathan, right?
1: Yeah. No king Nathan. Uh, we are. We are two. Uh, pastors, elders who um, happen to be employed here at Fox Hill Road Baptist Church And been called to shepherd these people here
0: Do you have other elders that are here with you?
1: So we have uh, one other elder, his name is Robert Young He's uh, he's uh, an older gentleman, he's been a part of this church since the 90's And uh, just a, a really great, humble brother in Christ Who uh, has honestly been loving and serving this church really in an elder in an elder capacity for I mean years before even Nathan and I got here he didn't have the name of elder or pastor at that point but but uh, he'd been doing it for a long time and so we're we're so thankful to have Robert along with us
0: did Nathan uh did did he bring about uh you know having lay pastors lay elders was that something that he brought about when he came here
1: so Nathan when he got here the church was in a, a much different uh, place. Uh, some spiritual health issues. Some some health was there, but um, just really wasn't in a in a place to to bring on lay elders or pastors right. uh, for a long time. And so he he worked for several years, humble shepherding, bringing the word, um, visits, hospital visits, marrying and burying, doing just the. The day in day out labor of a pastor, and then, actually, when when I came on in October of 2020, he had been laying the groundwork already. He had been tilling the soil, preaching through what is a church, First and Second Timothy. Uh, what are the different offices of the church, elder, deacon? And so, after having done that plowing, when he brought me on staff, uh, several of the first conversations we had was. All right. What are we What are we going to do to uh, get our constitution and bylaws and and really just how we operate this church to be more more biblical? And so he had actually uh, I forgot to say this before, but he had even started the groundwork for changing the constitution and bylaws. Um, just hadn't gone through with it at that point. And so yeah, when I got here, is I think it was about a year after I came we um, we had several town halls we talked about uh, what it would look like to have our church become more biblical in this sense to have a plurality of, of elders including lay elders who are not not paid and and then I believe it was March of 21 no it was sometime it was I think it was March or, or the fall of that year we we voted on uh, we changed the constitution bylaws Um By a vote of the church, and then we brought on a couple months after that, two two gentlemen. One of them has since moved on, um, but but Robert, who is still here, we brought him on as a lay pastor.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So the church, knowing him from the '90s, they 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 recognized him. They said, "This is a man among us who has been shepherding us." Mm.
1: Yeah. So when we when we changed the constitution and bylaws, our first kind of our first order of business was just asking the congregation. We've laid out. Here's what a biblically qualified elder looks like, according to Scripture. Who do you guys think fits this bill? Yeah. And uh, and we got we got several names, um, but one consistent name, um, pretty much from everybody, who who gave us names was Robert Young.
0: That's really great. Yeah. It's really great. So, well, it was wonderful to hear about. I hadn't planned to talk about that, but <laughs> this past Sunday I did preach about having. Lay pastors, lay elders at Seaford, it's been well received thus far. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're like, not by me, brother, well, (laughs) please come talk to me. Please come talk to me. Or if you're listening to this and you have been encouraged by it and you still have questions, though, you know, you're like, this sounds great, but how would this work? How would this work? Hmm. Please come talk to me. Now, there's going to be opportunity here in the future to talk about that. We'll talk about town halls, um, you know we will certainly give the church an opportunity to be able to, uh, be involved in really the formation of this, because as we talked about also Sunday, we're congregational and mm. we see the congregation as that last, uh, final court of appeal. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, look forward. If I to, can interrupt yes, real yes, quick, please do. Please um, share. just,
1: uh, church, if, We Just going through those town halls, those town halls are are big group gatherings, uh, members meetings, family meetings. Those are good, but I highly encourage you. If you have questions, go to Michael. I'm sure he's got some time where you can just stop by the office, maybe call him first. But you're going to get a whole lot better information hearing from his heart one-on-one than you are in a large group gathering. Um, So really, I highly encourage you. Call them, set up a time, have lunch or something like that. Because if you have questions, that's, that's probably the, the best um, the best interaction you're going to be able to have um, talking about m- making this transition.
0: I appreciate that. And that is always the case. Yeah. <laughs> if people from Foxville Road end up listening to this because they hear that Will's on it, always go to your pastor and talk to him. If you have questions, particularly about something where you're like, wow, this seems really important to him. Not just like there's like a little, we're not necessarily saying that every time you find a cobweb, you know, <laughs> uh, in the corner of a certain room, saying, saying I found the cobweb, you know. Um, we as sheep and pastors included, we can all uh, sometimes find ourselves grumbling. So that's not necessarily what we're talking about, uh, where, where every thought or certainly not every grumble would be brought to the pastor. But when you think, boy, been talking a lot about lay pastors, lay elders, mm. been talking a lot about this pillar network that we're about to talk about. Um, at our church, we've been talking a lot about uh, regenerative church membership, mm. biblical church membership. When you hear your pastor kind of hitting on a theme regularly, and you have questions about that, you're like, I'm not sure I understand this, or I'm not sure how this would look at Seaford, or why this is as important at Seaford, or why this is important at Fox Hill Road, then come and talk to us because two things one like will said like we're going to make time for these things that we are passionate about uh because we know that these are things the reason we're talking about so much is because they are important for Mm -hmm. the church um i think it's pastors get in trouble when they start talking about things that are not important for the church (laughs) all the time that's when people want to come talk to them about those things and it's not good but uh no these are things that are important for the church we want to talk and uh, our doors are open. I think I can safely say that about the pastors at Seaford and the pastors at Fox Hill Road. What is the Pillar Network? Will, uh, I'm just going to read the definition here. I'm not going to put you on the spot to come up with the Pillar definition. So this is from uh, Pillar's uh, official website. The Pillar Network is a community of SBC and international Baptist churches that are doctrinally aligned, missionally driven, and committed to equipping, planting, and revitalizing churches together. Fox Hill Road, I believe, has been apart from the start, pretty much with the Hampton Roads uh, region. Pretty, pretty close. I think, I think it was Christ
1: Fellowship, Nansman River, and Pocosin Baptist had all become apart, and uh, and all of those pastors have. Um, been in, been in a relationship with Nathan, our senior pastor here, right. uh, for, for quite some time. And so when, when they got started, Nathan was quick to put us on the path to being a part as well.
0: That's great. And it very much is a local Baptist association. Mm. Uh, it is like-minded Baptist churches coming together to do ministry. What I'd like to remind people is that the Southern Baptist Convention is a massive tent those a really big tent. There, yeah. are, there are things going on in the tent that would disturb you and I.
1: One hundred percent. Right. So, <laughs> uh,
0: for example, uh, spontaneous baptisms would be something I think you and I would both agree we would not participate in. No. no, no, no. So if I I was a guest speaker at the church and they said, "Brother, would you help us baptize?" Uh, you know, okay, if you just want to be in the pool with you and it's just this joyful occasion, you want a bunch of pastors involved and your pastors are in there and I'm just kind of assisting. Okay, I mean, I'd rather your pastors and the fathers of your church do it, but that's fine. Yeah. But if suddenly they said, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here you haven't been <laughs> baptized and you want to be, and they just let people start coming in and we're, we're not stopping to talk to them at all, Uh, I mean, you know, there's no sitting down to talk to them. It's just, come on in, the water's fine. I'd get out of the pool. (laughs) Yeah. I've gotten out of water pretty quick before.
1: I think that would be uh, just about as fast as I've ever gotten out of the water.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the reason being, uh, not to throw spontaneous baptisms under the bus without kind of explaining why I think Mm -hmm. it's unwise. I I don't think that it is wise to baptize people uh, without properly examine helping them examine their own heart Mm -hmm. uh, as a shepherd examining their heart especially if you're letting them into church membership and also there is the aspect of false assurance of salvation that can occur Mm -hmm. somebody has not repented and you baptize them and they think that this water is somehow like washing their sins away yeah uh and they don't understand the regeneration of the heart well they're going to run back out into the world, keep living like the world, but think because, you know, Michael and Will baptized me on spontaneous mm-hmm. baptism day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, even if they really never darken the door of the church again. Yeah. And I don't want that, I don't want to be part of that. No. So, uh, so yeah, there's other things. We don't need to sit here and talk about the things that could <laughs> disturb us in the Southern Baptist <laughs> Convention because yeah. I want to talk about Pillar more positively. Yeah. Um, Pillar is a group of Churches, uh, over 340 churches, over 27 nations uh, to be exact at this moment. Uh, 32 U.S. regions, 7 international regions. And these are churches that are committed to a certain DNA. uh, Proclaiming the gospel, submitting to the Bible as the final authority, live expository preaching, a plurality of male elders governing the church, which Mm -hmm. we just talked about. Yep. Uh, and and elder, pastor, just a reminder, having just taught about it, interchangeable terms, okay to use those terms interchangeably. Uh, it's important for my congregation right now to understand that, so I just want to make sure I'm making that clear. Yep. Uh, Kingdom-mindedness and being confessionally baptistic. So having those things out of the way. Mm-hmm. We can partner together in a more meaningful way. Yeah. We don't need to say, hey, do you guys do spontaneous baptisms here at Fox Hill Road before we decide to plan a church together? Yeah. Um, what are some other things? Well, again, I want to talk positively, but, like, I, I just want to be <laughs> clear because those are kind of general terms.
1: Yeah.
0: So, like, another thing would be if we were to plan a church together and I said, well, uh, let's, let's start this church and then quickly start a couple of others. And mm-hmm. this one pastor will move around each Sunday. And whatever church he's not at, there'll just be a screen. He'll preach from that screen, like a simulcast. Would you be okay with that?
1: No, no. Um, I I think you know this. It's the great thing about Pillar Network is that we're we're all committed to that thing you just said, live expository preaching, because that's you know the the mystery of the gospel proclaimed. We don't completely quite comprehend. Uh, how it is that God just works through the the shepherd who is in front of his sheep and preaching but that's Hmm. that's part of what God has used in the age of the church to bring people to a knowledge of himself to a conviction of their sin and to finding salvation in his son Jesus Christ and so you know, I think there's some some readily explainable reasons. I think part of it is just a, a mystery of how God is working uh, in the in His church. Um, I think some practical things is just that that we at Pillar are committed to is that when when a shepherd speaks, he's speaking to sheep that he he knows for the most part. I mean, we're okay with with you know somebody you know coming in and guest preaching. We actually do that. Um, with several of our
0: pillar churches but. I just preached at Carrollton Baptist uh, two weeks ago. It's yeah. great.
1: Um, and so yeah that's that's not a bad thing at all. we, we definitely like that. I actually I've, I've preached at at least one of the other churches as well so uh, but there's something to be said about being in the room with your people and being able to you know when I I, I preach pretty much once a month here, and when I preach, and I am looking out at the people who I'm speaking to, I'm not saying it's changing what I'm saying, but there's a, just practically speaking, there's my my heart is in it, a whole lot more because I I know I can see the faces of the people that I'm preaching to. I know their story, uh, for the most part, if I've done my work as a pastor. Right. And so that's going to, you know, again, I can't put my finger on quite how that changes the just, again, it's not changing the content. It's not changing the, the, the overall message of the scripture. right? But it's when you are shepherding people that you love and when you're bringing God's word to people that you love, it's just, it's different. And if you can't see their faces and if they can't see you... Even if it's on a, it's, there's just something different, and there's something lacking. Um, yeah.
0: Well, and the shepherd, the shepherd is with his sheep. Yeah. And I think that the other thing that happens there is we would say start start churches. That's great. Just we want them to be autonomous. Yeah. You know, let them have their own pastor. Yeah. Uh, who is shepherding with a plurality of male elders there yeah. in that congregation, and and we come together so. Uh, when we have our pillar meetings once a month, the pastors come together to meet mm. and talk. You all, we offer advice to one another, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we'll bring up issues and say, "Brothers, help me," and we'll get wisdom. But if I leave a meeting and say, "I'm not doing any of that," You're not doing a thing that these these guys told me yeah. today. I I don't. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that that's right for our church. I see what they're saying, but biblically, I don't know that we have to do that right now. Yeah. No, you know Peter is not going to come knocking on the door and saying, "Well, brother, you're uh, transgressing." You know yeah. what the the council has stated. Yeah. Because we are all autonomous churches. Yeah. Not answering to a council of, of any sort, and I think that sometimes you can accidentally create a presbytery. <laughs> you can. Yeah. You <laughs> know, with a, with a with a church planting uh, sort of network. Um, so, anyways. Network that was church plan network probably not the right word, but a church that is kind of creating a network of churches mm-hmm. underneath its banner. Yeah, not to say that evil work is happening there or anything mm-hmm. like that. We would just say we think there is a way that's more closely tied to the scriptures. Yeah, more yeah. wise, more prudent.
1: One hundred percent. And I yeah, just to reiterate, Seaford, you guys come into to the pillar network of churches. You do not become, you know, pillar Baptist Church at Seaford. You are. Right. You are still Seifer Baptist Church. You are still your own church. You make your own decisions. And, yeah, Michael will leave the meetings, and he may say, yeah, I'm not taking any of that advice. In fact, Michael and I just, uh, two meetings ago, there was something talked about that both Michael and I, we were sitting next to each other, and we're like, this is a really bad idea. And so we— To be clear. (laughs) Yeah, I think, maybe I, some clarification should be offered. but
0: uh, Just Will thought it was a bad idea. and I wrote, I wrote it down yeah. so that the record could state in case it ended up being a bad idea. But it seems to be working out. I,
1: I, it can, does seem to be. Yeah. It, just, it had something to do with young adult ministry. Yeah, we can, it, we can say it? what it was. Yeah. Actually,
0: I want to say what it was. Go because for Because it. it is fruit of pillar. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, so there's been some uh, two pillar young adults events. One has happened, and the next one, I believe, is September 9th. At 6.30 at Pocosan Baptist, $5 for pizza. I can't believe I remembered that. That, I'm pretty sure that's right. It might be $6. not
1: did not even know it was happening, so good information. Ask whoever does young adults
0: at your church. Is that you? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, so... No, that news just came out like 48 hours ago, so that news will get out there. But it's September 9th. If you are listening to this, uh, that's time-sensitive, so September 9th, 2023. There you Uh, go. But yeah, so that has come about because we are all like, hey, we have young adults, but not Mm -hmm. enough to really have a big young adults event, Yeah. so let's have a bunch of our young adults come together and we joked that, it, you know, the old school 1950s Catholic mixers <laughs> we joked it's a pillar mixer or whatever and in some ways that happens but we also, it's young adult fellowship yeah. that's what's most important to yeah. us but we were just laughing because the first event was ballroom dancing and, you know, if a bunch of guys show up and no girls show up Will just yes. wanted the record to show this is a bad idea <laughs> Oh man! Sounds like it went okay. Yeah. So you, but I still have it written down in case things go south. At just some point. in case,
1: just in case.
0: But no, that is a, I, I think that's one of the things. Just just one thing, um, that shows what pillar is about in the sense that. Let's all come together and do something yeah. that yeah. we couldn't necessarily do apart from yeah. one another. 100%. Let's associate with one another, mm-hmm. cooperate together for this. Yeah. And if you remember the Peninsula Baptist Association, if you're listening to this, Pillar, uh, the Pillar Network is very similar to that, mm. um, at least to what it was uh, at a time. Mm. Uh, our church, at some point, voted uh, during the uh, time in which Dr. Richard Harrell was pastor, voted to remove themselves from the PBA. And so we now look to re enter something that is similar. Yeah. How do you think Nathan has benefited from Pillar? as the guy working alongside him?
1: You really can't quantify how much Nathan has been helped by this brotherhood of guys uh, that have come around. I mean, to be perfectly honest, this uh, pillar network is, is honestly a way that they have found to come together. A lot of these pastors, um, Nathan has been around them for, for a long time and um and so they you know they kind of together uh moved towards uh being pillar churches and as a group and so um when i talk about how it's benefited nathan it's you know pillar network definitely part of it but just having other guys who are pastors who are like-minded in what they are trying to do with the church they and I, I mean, I'll just say very specifically, there are two pastors, Nathan included, and then another one in the pillar network, who I have actually heard from their mouth saying that if it wasn't for this group of guys, they would no longer be in the ministry. Mm. Um, yeah. Because, you know, shepherding is, is not easy work. No. It's it's very difficult. And so I think I think the New Testament... Sets out a pattern of churches helping churches and specifically uh, people in leadership encouraging and helping one another. I think that you know, Paul, we have his letters to several individuals, first and second Timothy, Titus, um, being specifically the three that that happen uh, that go along with pastoral ministry. I mean, that's that's an example of how shepherds need to be interacting with one another and encouraging one another and supporting one another, and so. Yeah, I think for Nathan, if the, if this group of guys wasn't here, if the Pillar Network wasn't something that we could be a part of, you know, I don't think he would be where he is. I mean, I might not even be here uh, because he might have had to had to leave a long time ago. Um, but it's it's something that's you know, if we if we as pastors of churches are trying to, you know, just lone ranger. Mm-hmm. You know our our ministry. Um, it's just it. There's lone rangers usually get shot. Um, I know that's not what the TV show did, but that <laughs> if you're on your own, you you're probably not going to make it or survive for very long. And so these these guys, these other pastors in the Pillar Network have really been an encouragement to Nathan, and they've they've helped him in his ministry here. Um, and I mean not just with ministry. I mean let's, uh, let's pastors are real people too. We have right. we have families. We have we have lives and so I know that this group of guys in in Pillar. I know Nathan, I know myself. We've we've reached out to each other not just for help with with shepherding congregations but just with shepherding our families as well. And I've done so, it
0: this week, I mean. <laughs> I've reached out to these guys this week, yesterday yeah. I think, you know, uh and I had a guy reach out to me yesterday, yeah. and I prayed for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think I've really talked to the church about this, but we, when, when we went to SBCV in November, I was really tired. Mm. Um, I didn't want to go. I was really not wanting to go. And the only reason I went is because I had a backpack full of, like, or a backpack, a, a van full of backpacks. Mm-hmm. There was like 400 some backpacks in the van because we were a drop-off point for SBCV, which we will be again this year. So if you're listening to this SBCV person, get on on the uh, backpack uh, mission collection and you drop it off at Seaford. Um, and so we're going to be doing that again. And but I didn't want to go. And I was sitting there. I was like, How bad would it be if I just bring these backpacks at a later date? <laughs> like I mean, I was that. I was, I was standing at my sink before I got in the car to leave on that Sunday, pouting. Hmm pouting because I didn't want to go I didn't want to leave my family they were all out at lunch and I couldn't go to lunch because I had to pack up this van and go and I did I I left I got there and I remember just like the whole time at that conference being so tired I remember being tired and I remember the Eagles losing to the commanders because it was their first loss and uh, it was like the happiest Washington moment in a few (laughs) years so I was I remember those two things you know And I was really worn down the last night of the conference and I saw Nathan sitting up on this like balcony and you were up there and your dad was up there and I was like, I'm just going to go up there and see what those dudes are doing. I'm, I'm not friends with them. I don't know them. So I walked off the elevator. I felt super awkward, sat down with you guys and I just started listening. At one point, I think I said one or two things. I don't want to get into what all the conversation was about. It was just pastors talking shop, you know. Mm-hmm. But I heard Hobson say something. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know people talked like that around here. Mm. And what he had said was just something about biblical church health that wasn't <laughs> some mm-hmm. crazy theological statement or anything. But I, I just didn't know that there were, like, guys in SBCV who were kind of seeing things that way that I, I knew. I just knew where to find them. Yeah. And honestly, I was tired of trying. Yeah and um, it was really great but I left there kind of sad because I was like I don't know these guys mm-hmm. they seem great but I don't know them yeah. so then we went I remember H.B. Charles preached that night I think I sat with you uh, I think yeah we did we did th- sit together yeah it's like hailing outside or something Is it? it's yeah. tough. so then I went to uh, so then I went the next morning to the thing and I was sitting there at the last session of the conference and they have the SBCV motto up on the screen, which, do you know what it is? You're not alone. You're not alone.
1: You're not alone.
0: And I was like, I'm alone? No, Mm. I'm not truly alone. My brother, Doug Eccles, at Bethel Baptist Church, has been a brother-in-arms for uh, 10-plus years with me. Like, I love that man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keith McMinn over there. I know Keith. Keith's been through a lot uh, with me and with Pastor Ben. So we've had pastors that certainly we've been around. Mm -hmm. Um, But this just... uh, I, I, I was I left there going, I need a I I need a group of guys. Yeah. Like, I need a network. Like yeah. I, I need to know who in this tent mm-hmm. can we partner with? Yeah. Because I don't want to be alone. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And I just started bugging Nathan. <laughs> I was like, how how do I hang out with these guys? Who are these guys? Yeah. And he was like, you just need to come to a Pillar Network meeting? And yeah. I couldn't come in December, so I came in January. And I can't even... T- I mean, I, I. it's hard for me to quantify yeah. what it has meant to be a part of this because, you know, the book uh, The Cure for Depression and Excessive Sorrow by Richard Baxter, I learned about that at a pillar meeting. Mm. Life-changing book. Yeah. <laughs> Life-changing book. Uh, that book led me to a podcast where... Uh, the quest for meekness and the quietness of mind by uh, Matthew Henry was talked about, and then I was read that even like just overhauled me just what a what a what an experience that was I mean all that came from like the pillar soil
1: yeah
0: you know and um that 's really just the pastoral side of it, yeah, then there is the other side of it, which is this. You know, the fact that there are multiple Pillar Baptist churches down in, um, in Columbia. Mm-hmm. One of them, Rescue Church, has a free seminary with 6,000 students going to it. Pillar money is flowing into that. Yeah. And we know that those students are being trained up to believe in gospel proclamation, submitting to the Bibles, the final authority, yeah. live expository. You know, yeah. the Pillar DNA yeah. is, is going in, and these faithful men are going to go out. And that's where the gospel is growing. Yeah. It's, it's not on our soil. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's Africa, it's South America, it's yeah. Central America, it's Southeast Asia. The gospel is exploding. Yeah. Um, they're going to be sending missionaries to us. Yeah. And so we need to invest in seminaries like that. And, and ones like Brian White, who I know you also know. you gone know to Baptist Brian. Seminary and yeah. all the work being done there that we're also involved in at Seaford. The reason we're doing those things is because what I just talked about. And Pillar's a part of that. Yeah. You know, so when we're giving the Pillar on Sundays, that's missions money. That's getting pastors trained in Columbia and, and other places. Um, and then the other part of that money goes into the Pillar Hampton Roads, enabling us to have things like the, the conference coming up for super cheap, to have Phil Newton and Mike McKinley for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And you get lunch, right?
1: Yeah, I believe lunch it's provided.
0: Chick-fil-A.
1: Not to, you know... Not to peddle Chick Fil A, but I, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: Is that that's a thing now? People are upset with Chick Fil A, aren't they? I have no idea. I've heard rumors of, of upsetness. I did. I think they may have been canceled. Well,
1: they've <laughs> canceled or not, their chicken's still good. So
0: yeah, we're eating it at the pillar <laughs> conference. So however you may feel about it. Yeah. So um, yeah, we were there. We were actually at Nansman River Tuesday, walking around and looking at the spread, mm-hmm. the grounds. They have a beautiful campus there. What a that's a great church. And uh, yeah and we were walking around and I was getting very excited about this conference yeah. and to be able to come to it for ten bucks I've got a friend who's going to drive all, about a, two hours to come to this thing uh, because oh, cool. it's like ten bucks come here Mike McKinley and Phil Newton absolutely there so you go. Um, that, that's the sort of stuff we can do as well as plant to church together
1: yeah so I mean right now I'm being you know not the lead guy I don't I'm not too super involved with these conversations but um, all of the lead pastors of Pillar have been in conversation about planting a church here in the Hampton Roads area speci- specifically. Specifically. I specifically. Specifically, like <laughs> um, but specifically to, um, uh, to for it to be a Hispanic, uh, primary Hispanic, Spanish speaking church. And so, I mean, one of the things, you know, we're again, SBC, Big Tent international and we know i mean there's obviously sbc dna so we can we can trust um you know when we send cooperative program money we like that we like that
0: big tent's good big tent is very together in big ways yeah like sending out you know hundreds and hundreds hundreds of missionaries to the nations. yeah
1: the gospel is going out what is what is good about pillar network specifically us here in hampton roads is where it's like a, a little tent where we are are a little bit more laser focused in what we think a healthy church ought to look like, and so we can know and trust when we gather together, when we put effort into, you know, doing this church plant together, that that church plant is going to be it's going to be autonomous, um, and so it's going to be its own church too. But we know as we are putting resources and efforts into that, that that church is going to be built on the same core ideas that we think are super important and super biblical
0: as to how a church is supposed to function. And then that brother we envision sitting right there with us at the monthly meetings. Yeah. Gleaning wisdom from him, he's yep. gleaning wisdom from us and we're yep. all shepherding together and getting more things done, more meaningful things done. Yeah. I, I yeah. So it's it's edifying for the pastors. Yeah. But it's also moving the, the gospel plow forward yeah. and pushing back the darkness. And it's accomplishing both of these things, and I just love it. Yeah. And um, it's what Baptists have been doing truly from the beginning. If you go and read Baptist history, whether you want to look at the general Baptists coming from Thomas Helwes, uh or you want to look at the particular Baptists and John Spilsbury and guys like that, they networked together, they cooperated together. They leaned on one another as Oliver Holmes was being whipped uh, for uh, not baptizing children and saying that you shouldn't, uh, or not baptizing uh, babies and saying you shouldn't baptize babies up in Boston uh, as he was being whipped um, for being a credo-baptist. Baptists from across the way were writing to him. Mm. Are you okay? Yeah. We love you um and thankfully we don't have a notion separating these churches yeah so, it looks like you have a scripture to read we'll do that and then we will uh, close it up well i'm not
1: i'm not quite there yet but i was just you know i was thinking one of one of the things that i would really encourage you guys at seaford to do is is come to that come to that conference um and then find other ways to get you know to hear more about these pillar churches i mean that's one of the things that we try and do here at Fox Hill Road is we we have a, a, a pastoral prayer that we do. I think you guys do it too sure. uh, during the service where, you know, part of that pastoral prayer is to pray for these other churches. And so, you know, I've been trying to reach out to each of the pastors when it's when they're up and, and just pray. Hear from them and, and hear what, what it is we can be praying for. Another thing that's really cool we do a newsletter. We've started to put the, the name and the, the picture of the person who is the pastor we're praying for. And so, I mean, that's the thing. And uh, I'm, I can't find it right now. It's somewhere in Thessalonians where, where Paul's encouraging the Thessalonians about how they have been, you know, sacrificially giving and helping another church um in, in order to to help that church as they were going through stuff, even though the Thessalonians were poor and severely persecuted and so you know Seaford as as you guys are your own church, you as a church are not alone in doing gospel ministry on the peninsula and in Hampton roads and so you know it can be it can be really confusing to know which you know which churches should we be you know we should be praying for all churches but I mean, Unfortunately we know there are some churches who've they've abandoned the gospel and so mm. we should be we should be praying for them but we can't, we can't pray for their current work because right, their current work p- isn't gospel work That's right
0: we, we pray for them private there's people we pray for privately yeah and there's people we pray for publicly because we pray for them in a partnering way yeah. and we need to know who to do that with yeah we need to know I don't think the Southern Baptist Convention is going to go kaput or anything but yeah. if it did if it did. Things got wild. We need to look around and say, who's with us? Yeah. Who, who, who's with us? And and these are pillar churches or churches where I can safely say these are good brothers leading them. These are congregations, uh, not just good brothers leading them, but at, that have led them in such a way where if something happened to them tomorrow, mm-hmm. they would remain healthy. Yeah. And um, and so I just really value it. And I, uh, I look forward to our church getting to be a part of it if everything goes well. So yeah. to wrap it up, we do yeah. have... A motion, uh, and oh, <clears throat> this weird. motion is going to be voted on at our August 30th business meeting, and I am working on pulling that motion up right now, if you would give me just one moment. I know this is great radio. It's awesome radio. All right, here we go. This will be for the August 30th uh, business meeting, and it will be voted on as the motion reads. Uh Prior to the vote on the budget. If you're not a member of Seaford Baptist, you want to turn the podcast off now, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> whereas like minded Baptists have partnered together in local associations from the beginning of our history, whereas there is full support from our deacon body, whereas there is full support from our stewardship committee, whereas there is full support from our mission leadership team, the pastors of Seaford Baptist Church make a motion. The Seaford Baptist Church joined the Pillar Network of SBC churches for the sake of partnership, missions, and church planting in our area and around the world, this motion is for a congregational vote at the August 30th members' meeting prior to the vote on the 23-24 budget in which Pillar Network funding is represented. And that funding in the budget is $7,000 to the Pillar Mothership, as I call it, Pillar Global, Pillar National, whatever you want to call it, $7,000 to Pillar Hampton Roads. Uh, for the sake of training and church planning. So, that is it. All, All right. right. Am I oh. allowed to second? I'm not a member anymore, but... Yeah, you can't second, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish... So, no need for a second, because we'll come at a second this on the podcast. Uh, no, so... Um, before we go, uh, I just want to ask our uh, the questions I always ask to our listeners. Uh, listener, how is your soul? How are you doing? Uh, how is God's grace at work in your life today? mm mm-hmm. Pause it. If you need to pause it, really stop and think about that. And then lastly, how is his grace not at work in ways that you wish it was? Uh, And why is that? And if you think about these questions, you examine yourself, and you go, I need to talk to a pastor, then reach out to us. Connect at SeafordBaptist.com. We are here. We would love to speak with you. We would love to provide that pastoral care. Will, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone uh, that's listening, keep living that pilgrim life representing the kingdom of God and the kingdom of man. Until next time.